Another week, another talking dirty. <laughs> this week we have for you on this special vacation edition of Talking Dirty, we have the Sixers, just dirty, dirty cheaters. Uh, we have brief updates on the NFL and the NHL, and we got a nice little update from Dune on the Formula One racing. Then we talk a little bit about pop culture, and we go into our top five Star Wars edition, because uh, May the 4th was whenever we recorded this top five. Top five uh, Star Wars characters and movies and TV shows. So a lot of uh, lot of eventful things packed for you here in this little episode on a little sabbatical holiday weekend for us. With that, Ryan, take it away. Yeah, before we get into it, um, koozies, seven bucks a piece. Uh, I've been using them a lot down here. Keeps the beer cold and the hands warm. Um, yeah, you can hear Dune using his talking dirty koozie. He's right next to his beer, not using his beer. It's really, it makes my beer nice and snuggly. <laughs> uh, and also, quick shout out to Kent's Brothers Painting, 412-784-1577. Once again, 412-784-1577. Call them for a free quote today. Uh, Kent's Brothers Painting. Guy, I'm noticing your wall in the background behind you. Um, it's actually really nice for once. I don't know. I've been gone for a week, and I don't know. You just get your whole paint house repainted because it was really yeah, shitty. I, I called up Kent's Brothers Painting because I've been told – I don't know where I heard this, but my house is a piece of shit. So I decided to call yeah. Kent's Brothers Painting to make a change to that. And here we yeah. are. Yeah, so shout out to Kent's Brothers Painting, making every shitty house better by the day. Um, with that being said, let's get into it. Yeah. So before we get into it, Ryan, how you doing? How's vacation, man? You're at the beach house, I see. I'm fucked. You're fucked, dude? Like, how fucked, dude? I'm just kidding. I know it's been good. We're, we're boozing a lot. Uh, golfing. Dan's all <laughs> fucked up. Uh, we just came from dinner. Uh, yeah. How nice, are you doing? Nice little family din-din, dude. Yeah, we went to some Mexican place called Enchiladas. It's like, <laughs> it's like enchiladas, but, like, it's like... Enchiladas. So yeah. it's kind of funny. The pun was good. The food was even better down there. Enchiladas. <laughs> Came for the pun, stayed for the food. Enchiladas. <laughs> oh, how you doing? How's how's everything down there, Nat? Ah, uh, it's good, man. It's actually some of the best weather we've had in a while. You're missing out. But, of uh, course, I brought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll come back. It'll be all shitty now. I know. Dude, I caught a sick ass shark on Mother's Day this week. I seen that. I seen that. What'd you name him? Shoddy. I didn't know if it's a girl or a guy, so I call him Shoddy the Shark. Shoddy the Shark. I like it. I like it. Yeah. All right. So you got uh, some information on NHL then? Well, before you do that, let's. While Dune's here. Yeah. Dune, F1 Extraordinaire. He came on the podcast before Dirty Dune, and he hyped up F1 for all of us, kind of explained it to us. This past weekend, a couple of days ago, was the uh, Miami Grand Prix, which is a big deal because it's like a kind of like a big F1 race in USA. Um, and yeah, Dan's just gonna recap it real quick, just for a couple of minutes, and then 
They'll push him out of his chair and make him leave. But <laughs> all right, so I'm a little more on the clock than I thought I would be here with this whole chair timer thing. But yeah, I'm Dirty Dude. I'm back here with your F1 news. <laughs> Dude, dude, with F1 uh, news. This would have been a lot better of of a of a return if the Miami Grand Prix was as sweet as I thought it was going to be. It was actually kind of a boring race. But that being said, Max Verstappen won, cementing his streak of uh, if his car makes it to the end of the race without the engine exploding, he wins the race. Nice, good uh, for him. The American team fucked up real bad this week. Uh, we would have hoped for at least one of the cars to finish in the points. Neither team, neither car did. Uh, one of the cars crashed uh, as well and caused a huge spin out. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's okay. Everyone's all good. Uh, there were a couple big crashes, including Lando Norris towards the end of the race. Uh, it was. Oh, I should also mention it was Custom Helmet Week uh, this week at the Miami Grand Prix. So everyone was rocking some pretty sweet custom helmets. Lando Norris had a uh, a basketball helmet on this week. Sick. Uh, Daniel Ricciardo had, like, an Ace Ventura-themed helmet for Miami. Uh, the Red Bull drivers were rocking some Miami Vice, like, graffiti helmets. So lots of cool artistic stuff there. It's the same, uh, same week that F1 also banned uh, jewelry from being worn at press conference events and in protests. All the racers wore all their jewelry at the next press conference. Uh, one racer also uh, put his underwear on the outside of his racing suit, uh, Superman style, in protest. It was it was a very strange, uh, wacky race week to be to be honest, all around. <laughs> and Jimmy Butler was in a, a car, one of the cars before. The race. Yeah, Jimmy Butler. I think they were in like a some V eight supercar thing. But that's way safer. It has, like, you know, an actual cockpit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I also saw, speaking of Miami Grand Prix, I also saw Jack Harlan and Drake hanging out together at the Grand Prix. I also saw Jordan and Tom Brady hanging out together, which is pretty sweet. David Beckham was there. David Beckham was also in that crew. Uh, Josh Allen is homies with Daniel Ricciardo, I believe. Yeah. 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 That's pretty sweet. That's fun. It was a good time. I wish the race was a little better, <laughs> to be honest. It sounds like most of the entertainment was just like the aftermath, like the post the post race conference and everything. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, all right. See you, Dan. All right. See so you. The chair is ejecting him. <laughs> all right. Actually, thanks. Thanks to Dan for uh, coming on and doing F one. Thanks for having me. All right. Uh. This is a weird podcast, dude. We're going to be doing a lot of random shit. Um, next, let's talk about hockey. How about that? Yeah, dude. Pens. Pens. All right, we'll start off. The, actually, we'll start with the rest of the league before we get in the pens because I don't have much to say for the rest of the league except for just updating everyone on each series. All right, yeah. Uh, then we'll gush over the pens after. Yes, yeah, so the Avalanche swept the Predators. That's the only sweep so far. I mean, it's only sweep this round at least, so uh, the the Avalanche really just gave it to the Preds. They, had, they didn't stand a chance, which makes sense. I mean, the Avalanche is a really good team, and the Preds were kind of just, like, there because the West is very kind of shitty, mm-hmm. and the Bomb teams just don't really have, like, a reason to be there. Um, besides the them and the Pens, which we'll get to, they're 3-1 right now, every single series is 2-2. So that's pretty sweet. Like, it's very matched it's up. Wild, well. yeah. Good first yeah, round. Yeah. 
it's literally the Pens are three one, the Avalanche swept, and then every single other series is two two. Tonight we got the Bruins. We're doing this on Tuesday, just for the people listening. Uh, Bruins, Hurricanes, Lightning, Maple Leafs, Blues, Wild, Kings, Oilers are all playing tonight. Um, tomorrow, Cavs, Panthers, Stars, Flames. So all those two two series will be broken by the time you guys listen to this. But that is kind of wild how most of the first round uh, series are tied to two two. Yeah, that um, is crazy. Good for the yeah. NHL because they just signed that deal for ESPN and now they're getting all the rating. And TNT, they had they had uh, Turner Sports too, so they're on TNT and TBS as well. Yeah, that's big forms. So it's definitely good to kind of spread out the wealth a little bit more. Um, but let's talk about the Pens, dude. The Pens. Dude, Nietzsche is – I've been texting Nietzsche nonstop. He's just like, I don't, I don't know what to say. He's like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> he, he He's shook right now. Um, Igor Shosturkin is going to win the goalie award, uh, the Weber award. I think it's like the Vez, something, Vesnik or something like that. Vesnik. Yeah, he's going to win that award easily. He's like the best regular season goalie in the league. Um, after they shut the pens in one game, he like waved us goodbye to the last regular season game. Yeah, I, I see that gift popping up now. That we're just creaming them. Yeah, uh, the pens fans are giving it to him young Igor. It's it's very Johnny Cueto like <laughs> where like where we we're get we're inside his head. Um, he got pulled the last two games. We're up three one. I don't know. It's sick. I mean, do you have anything you want to add to it? Because I think the pens are just playing great. Uh, Louis Demin. He, he's he's good. I'm tired of the spicy pork broccoli thing because like he's not that good. Mm-hmm. He's he's getting our shit done, but like we're like we're we're like about to build a statue for him. So there's what uh, one more round after this, and then Stanley Cup. No, this is the first round. So we have two okay. more. Okay. So but no, we play the Capitals next round. No, we're going to be, next round, we're going to be the winner of the Bruins and Hurricanes. Probably the Hurricanes. Which is tied. That's tied. So, yeah, it's tied around 2-2. Two, two. Then know, if we went through and we beat the Rangers, the Bruns, and then the Capitals, that's, yeah. that's a very Yinzer penguin cup run right there. I'd love that. I'd love that. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. It'd be nice. But, uh, really, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, we're doing really well. And like I said, Tristan Jari should be back by the end of the series. Mm-hmm. He's been practicing. He's been doing well. Um, but, like, we're up 3-1, so we're not going to play him this series unless we, like, go to 7. If we go to 7, we'll play him. But we, might, we probably won't. Yeah, there's no point in that. Um, but also the nice thing is all these other series are, like, 2-2, except for, obviously, the Avalanche. Um mm-hmm. But I just think, you know, we go ahead and we finish it out uh, next game. We're looking good for the next round. We get some extra rest for Crosby and Malkin. It's looking it's looking pretty nice for the Pens. I agree. All right. Good shit. We're going to take right. it over to NFL. Yes, yeah, to NFL. Go ahead. Dude. So, um, in the NFL, I mean, there wasn't much this week, but I think the biggest thing coming out of the NFL, Tom Brady just joining the broadcasting booth after his retirement. Yeah. I don't know, man. How do you feel about this? I, I'm, I'm for it. I, I think, uh, what, what that means, honestly, is that I think he's going to retire after this year. 
I think he was going to, I think he was going to retire, mm-hmm. and then he's trying to stick it to Adam Schefter <laughs> because Adam Schefter reported before him, so he came back one more year just to spite him. And then I think I think he's going to retire after this year. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, I'm just – I'm not really for it right now. Like, I, I just need a break from Brady. Yeah. Like, give me 10 years, no Tom Brady in the NFL, in media, except for, like, commercials and what what have you. But then throw him on the broadcasting team after that 10 years. And then I will be like, all right, you know, I'm fine with Brady. Because he's a good personality. You know, he has, that, he has good vocabulary when he's delivering – uh, his color commentating, but I just I can't de- I can't handle it yet. <laughs> I, I don't want to deal with Brady in the booth for another mm. fucking I, what was it, like a ten year deal something like that. Yeah, it says ten years, three hundred seventy five million dollars. Um, and and I saw a tweet underneath the report saying the dude, how much money does the man need? He must really hate his family because he doesn't need <laughs> any more money. He's just trying to find an excuse not to hang out with them. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I can't. I got. I got a broadcast over in like Nashville. Got to. Got to go. Mm. That's so funny. Um, I I'm kind of in the camp where I wouldn't mind a couple years without him, but I don't need. I don't think. I don't think we need ten. I I think he he'll be good the way he does with that. Yeah. It, it is gonna be annoying at first. I think I think it was Dune who said whenever I was talking about it earlier, he was like he's gonna be really pissed off that the Steelers game is broadcasted by Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll be the oh dude. Oh, it's gonna suck. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I used to fuck on this team. Like, come on. Yeah, exactly. I would hate I might hate that. Come on. <laughs> Let it go. Yeah, exactly. We already have Tony Romo. Yeah, Dune said we already have Tony Romo. We don't need Tom Brady too. <laughs> But, like, Tony Romo didn't shit on us. Like, Tom Brady actually shit on us. Yeah, but Tony Romo is also, ooh, sorry, the Heat game's on the background, and I saw Bam just cram on Joel. But, uh, yeah, and then pretty much after that, I mean, this, it looks like the Steelers are interviewing their new GM, Doug Whaley. So, ooh, wait, have you heard about this guy? No. Have you heard about him? You hear about this? You hear... <laughs> uh, no, do you, you mean, are there any other info on him? I I didn't really get a chance to look into him much. Um, with the name Doug Whaley, I'm I'm not very confident, but that's just completely my biased opinion, with no knowledge yeah. behind the take. I'm looking him up. I'm looking him up. Um, he is the current senior vice president of the players' personnel of the XFL. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but. He was from 2013 to 2017 the GM of the Bills. He okay. went to Pitt. He went to Pitt. He's from Upper St. Clair. He's a Pittsburgh, born and raised. But it's not good because he has a controversy tab on Wikipedia. <laughs> Contro- a it's tab? Not, it's not great. Yeah, it's a whole tab of controversy. There's multiple here. Uh, (laughs) gained unwanted notoriety in 2007 when an inappropriate email that he had sent to the Steelers assistant coach was inadvertently forwarded to a large number of high-level NFL employees, including Commissioner Robert Goodell. Roger Goodell. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. 
I mean, I think we've done enough good recently as far as hirings and everything that we can get cut a break there, but I don't know. You know, 26 quote on the radio saying that it's a violent game, which personally I don't think humans should play. Talking about football. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I don't don't think he's getting the gig. (laughs) Apparently he... Bench. He told Anthony Lynn to bench Tyrod Taylor back in the day, and didn't tell him why. So Anthony Lynn was on the hook also for like, why did you bench Tyrod Taylor? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm out on him. I'm out on him. Yeah, I me think, too. Me too. I, I I wish Colbert would hang on one more year, and we could just upgrade Mike Tomlin to GM and have Brian Flores take over as head coach. That'd be sick. That would be cool. It would be cool. Yeah, it's not gonna happen though, unless. We just hire this guy to be like a scapegoat and fire him after a year, and then just just bring Colbert in for like you know just hey, what do you think about this move? Ah, I like it. Okay, cool. Hey, Kevin Colbert was probably involved in like the hiring this guy, so it makes me feel a little bit better. Maybe, yeah. What? Well, let's stay tuned on that one though. Um, aside from that though, uh, a couple of free agency like uh, signings and interests, but. The Ravens ended up signing free agent running back Mike Davis to a one-year contract. I hate Mike Davis. Oh, the pack. oh yeah, I'm, I'm glad about that move because Mike Davis is trash. I think we both had him in fantasy last year, and he just nothing but disappointment. I hated him. I hated him. The guy got like 17 yards a game, and he was supposed to be like the next best thing for like the Atlanta offense. Cordell Patterson like way outran rushed him, and he was like the gadget guy. Yeah, like 30-year-old wide receiver Cordell Patterson just came in and took the starting running back role from him. That tells you yeah. how Mike Davis is. That's so bad. So I'm then, glad he's on the uh, And then Sonny Michelle ended up signing with Miami, which to me it seems like Miami is just like, hey, do you have a name as a running back? Well, come on down to Miami. We'll, we'll get you some minutes. That's always how they've been. They've never had a good running back. They've always just go for, like, the second contract guys. Yeah. <laughs> like – Last year they had like three guys yeah. like that. <laughs> then I know they had Matt Breda and yeah, Gaskin. Gaskin, but Gaskin they drafted, so that that's one thing. And Gaskin was like their number one, I think, last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they had another guy too. He was like he was like a, a recognizable name, but just like why do you have this many running backs? <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking up who the other one is because I know it's someone. Oh, yeah, there's at least like four or five. I just can't think of all the names. Cinnamon, 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 cinnamon. Oh, Trey Sermon. Didn't he go go there? No, not Trey. It was another 49er back. Trace Edmonds. Chase Edmonds. He went there. And Moster. Moster went there. And Moster, the 49ers back. Yeah. Yeah. That's just like a bunch of like, hey, you're pretty good. Like, let's just bring you down to Miami. Well, who's starting? I don't know. Um, yeah, that's this year. Last year they had I don't remember. Oh, uh, you said uh, a man or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they, they got Chase Edmonds and uh, what's his face? I just says what's the buddy's name? I just said Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert. Yeah, they got Mostert too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Sony Michelle. Or sorry, that's what I just said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then the Ravens are apparently interested in free agent wide receiver Jarvis Landry. Apparently Jarvis Landry's interested in him and them too. I think 
I don't hate that because I think Jarvis Landry would be better on the Browns than the Ravens. So, like, it's funny on his part that he goes to a different AFC North team. Um, it's one of the things I don't want to give uh, the Ravens a legit, like, wide receiver. Is he legit, though? That's the thing. I don't know. That's why I'm kind of weird about it because I think he could be legit, but I also don't, like, wouldn't trust him. I, I think Jarvis Landry is a wide receiver, too that thinks he's a wide receiver one. And because of that, it kind of makes him a wide receiver three. Yeah. Uh, yeah he has yeah. a higher, which is good, like, you know, from a humanity standpoint, having a better expectation for yourself. But he's just not that guy. Yeah. He's You're not, not that, that guy. guy. Trust me. Trust me. You're not that guy. And then uh, Kyle Van Noy ended up going to the Chargers, the free agent for the Patriots. And I yeah. think the Chargers also got Asante Samuel Jr., yeah, they're they're really loading up. I think the Chargers are gonna be good next year. They have to be. <laughs> I saw. I saw. Uh, they can't have less. They can't have fewer than like. They can't have more than five losses. I think. I, I heard Max Kellerman today on uh, whatever his show is now. This just in that that, that bullshit show that sucks. <laughs> um, I heard him say that Justin Herbert's his MVP pick this year, which was my fifty order like week two no, last year. So he's just copying me. Max That's Kellerman true. just listens to talking dirty and takes. He saw that my fifty yarder saying that uh, Kenny Pickett's going to go to the Steelers back in like November hit. So he's, he's just like, genius. dude. He's just going through all the rest of my fifty yarders and is like pulling those out. And every other day he's pulling out another take I had. <laughs> this guy said Tatum was going to drop fifty and be the only win for the net series. Oh my god, he's a genius. <laughs> But that's all I had for NFL. Anything that you want to toss in last minute here? Yeah, I, I have a whole list of myself. Um, mm-hmm. One, the Giants released two-time Pro Bowler cornerback Jordan ba- uh, Bradbury. Okay. Stellars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stellers. Anytime a defensive free agent with a name comes on the waiver wire there, I'm always like, Lurs. I mean, so he got cut so that the Giants can, like, keep their, like, $10 million in cap space. Mm-hmm. Lars? He doesn't have a contract right now. We don't have to trade for him. We don't have to do anything. We can just pick him up on a small probably deal. Losing, we lost Hayden, so, I mean. Yeah, but he didn't sign anywhere yet, did he? Yeah, but I saw on his Instagram story, he posted up, like, all the, the, shit, the shit in his house being packed up, and he's like, it's been real Pittsburgh. Yeah, but he didn't sign anywhere yet, so I think maybe – He's probably not going to be here anymore. Yeah, you're right. But who's going to replace him with Jordan Bradbury? Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. Yeah, definitely not bad. Um, the next one is I saw a crazy video uh, with Nick Chubb squatting 675 pounds. That's crazy. That's crazy, especially how small he is. Like, he's just able to put it that weight. It's it's so it's great also because the Browns are going to have money to pay him after his existing contract. So that freaking nature is going to be a free agent soon, which is sick. Um, you know what's also crazy? They're not going to uh, run them when they need to during the season either. Oh, my God. Be like, hey, Deshaun, throw the ball 50 times. If he played. Did you see my one tweet how that guy was, like, saying, like, the Browns are going to be, like, 12 wins this year? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, Deshaun Watson's not even guaranteed to play yet. Yeah, it's a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the Heat are fucking on the Sixers right now. It's not in the first Good. quarter, but they're fucking on them. Um, it's going to age very poorly if we end up losing because this is not going to come out for today. <laughs> Uh, next, Richard Sherman is in, apparently in deep talks with Amazon to be a part of the broadcast this season. Um, he's, reports are also citing that he is ready to come back 
if an NFL team picks him up, like he's been straight, like still like training and stuff. But if no one picks him up by the season starts, he's going to be like an analyst. I, I think he'd be good as an analyst. I think so too. I think he knows the game a lot. Um, not just to cite his college team, but he, I'm pretty sure he went to Harvard, didn't he? Like he's, a, he's always known as being like a smart guy. Like he's a smart cornerback. So players like that are good at like breaking down tape and shit on the broadcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why Tony Romo is a better analyst than he is a player, even though I don't like him as an analyst either. He's just better because he knows like the whole game. Um, I have a few more things. One, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and OBJ are all apparently designing the Rams Super Bowl ring. Okay. Um, I noted this because OBJ is a part of it, and he's not signed anywhere right now. Maybe he's gonna stay. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like you want to have the same. If I, if it was me. And I got a Super Bowl ring with my team. I would want to have the same ring as all my teammates on that team. Like, I wouldn't want to, like, design my own, you know. No, ring. they're designing them for the team. Oh, oh, okay, okay. They're they're, they're sitting down with the company that makes a ring, and they're designing it for the Rams. They're designing okay, it for cool the Rams. That That's why I'm like, why is OBJ still a free agent then? Because if he's being a part of the team and helping the team make their ring, it means he's, like, definitely, like, chill with the team, so. Yeah, I, I don't know. OBJ is a, a very pe- peculiar, peculiar person. He yeah, does, he does what he does. He he loves shit on his chest. Yeah. <laughs> um, two more. Apparently, there's an arrest warrant out for Earl Thomas after he allegedly sent threatening messages to a woman about her and her ch- children. Jeez. Yeah, he's CTE's finest. Uh, he, he's big. I really, he's, kind, I really, he's kind of always an asshole, though. That's true. It's not CTE. Not necessarily CTE because he's just always been kind of a scumbag. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, the Raiders fire President Dan Ventrell Friday. Mark Davis didn't disclose why they fired Ventrell, but apparently uh, he said he was fired by Davis in retaliation for concerns that he brought up regarding the hostile work environment within the franchise. So that goes back to what you were saying that the Raiders are a sketchy organization all the way. Yeah, I, I think that was my best list of all time. Yeah, it was. It was Top for five sure. Shadiest organizations. It was the Raiders, the Patriots, the football team, football team for sure. Uh, the Bucks. Yeah. And Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, the other thing I just heard, too, apparently the mayor of Dallas is trying to uh, get the NFL to get another Dallas football franchise. <laughs> and everyone Cowboys, even non-Cowboys fans are like, that's the stupidest thing ever. Like, they're not big enough to have two teams, and why would they? And if they had another franchise, they would have to share the stadium with the Cowboys at first. And why would Jerry Jones agree to that? Yeah, it's it's pointless. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's Jerry World. You can't have someone else in Jerry Let's World. Let's just have two teams so, to let them down every year. That's all it'll become. That's true. Uh, I, I saw that on first take, and then I also saw on first take that, like, uh, a question. Who's going to win the championship first, the Cowboys or the Lakers? 
Um, I also saw on Instagram, I think, the Cowboys and the Lions have the worst uh, playoff records, mm-hmm. like, win percentage since, like, 2000. Yes. Like, 1995. It's like 20-some years ago, yeah. yeah. That's wild. That's all I got for NFL. All right, all right. Um, well, let's take it over to NBA then. Yes, uh, our NBA. We have some. Uh, we got some playoffs recap to do. Um, right now, as I mentioned, we're watching the Heat Sixers. Uh, so sadly, the Heat Sixers are tied two two. We were up too well. We lost the last two games. Kind of shitty. Um, uh, I wasn't say. Is there a reason why? So we're playing tonight. What? Is there a reason why? Yeah. So uh, we we're playing tonight. Our biggest issue with the this last two games is our three point shooting percentage. We have been. I, I heard of the numbers. I didn't write them down. Sadly, I should have. But I think we're we're like we missed like fifty one out of the last like seventy in the last two games. Three. Yeah, Tyler here has been pretty cold. It, everyone's been cold from three, mm-hmm. um, which makes me think that like tonight the game's on right now. That I think we should put Duncan Robinson back in a little bit. Um, I don't know. We've really been Spolstra's been benching him because of the matchup, and he hasn't been. He's been kind of cold. Um, but I think it's time to release the uh, the release the walking bucket and try to get some points back on the board. He's played one minute this entire series, got one rebound. That's it. Um, oh, that's enough, yeah. yeah, he 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 hasn't been shooting well all playoffs and like the end of the season. That's why we're like, benching him for a reason. But I think we should put him back in. Personally, we're up right now. We're up by like eleven with like a minute left in the first quarter, I believe. Um, hopefully, we can keep this pace. I think it's going to go to seven at this point. I think it's going to be a home team went out because they were so good. I mean, everyone's like creaming their pants about Joel Embiid. Like, oh my god, this has been a sleep for the Sixers. Joel played the whole Joel played the whole game, whole series. His numbers in the regular season, his numbers in the last two games were nowhere compared. Like, Joel Embiid averaged like twenty points more in the regular season than in the last series. That wasn't really like a big difference. I think it's more so that we were cold the last two games offensively. We scored the uh, least amount of points. The entire season in Game Three, yeah. Like it's our, our offense is not on. That's not it's not really anything that they're doing. It's just our offense kind of sucks right now. Um, we need to get out of our little scoring slump. And then it, James Harden played well last game, so I do have to give them some credit. Like James Harden did play good last game, and Joel Embiid definitely is like shutting down Bam. But Bam definitely started like showing like signs of like life at the end of the last game um, and beginning of this game. So we'll see. Um, but. Just to go off what you kind of mentioned in the intro, um, Philly are cheating scumbags. As expected, yes. I agree. Yeah. So they got fined $50,000 because the day of game three, they downgraded Joel Embiid to doubtful and told everyone Joel Embiid's not playing. He was cleared for uh, from concussion protocol and ended up playing. But all day they told the league, the Heat, everyone that he was not going to play. Yeah. And so, like, the Heat were preparing to not play Joel Embiid. Then here comes game time. He's out on the floor. And everyone's like, wait, what? And so they got they got fined 50K for just basically like hiding. The, like, not just hiding. They told the, the league and the Heat straight up that Joel Embiid's most likely 90% not going to play. And he did. That's kind of scumbaggy. Yeah, it's one of those things, it's like, it, it's definitely a scumbag move, but it's like, kind of smart. <laughs> I mean, you're trading 50K for a win in a series that you were down 2-0. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, absolutely like a smart move, but like scumbaggy. Still scumbag. I mean, people give shit to Stephen Cohen, owner of the Mets, because he kind of cheated the FCC or FEC or whatever. What's the name? I can't think of it. I'm, I'm fucked up. The F- FCC. Yeah, sorry. I think FEC, FIC, FCC fined him millions of dollars for like cheating like Wall Street. Yeah, he's kind of, people still call him the scumbag. Yeah. The FCC, the FTC, FCC, FPC, FFB, FEC, FMEC, Mr. Meeseeks. Um, doesn't matter. People call him a scumbag for ACC, making SEC, FLEC. All right, all right, we're talking. All right, but. But yeah, right now the heat are up big in the first quarter, so we'll see. Someone's hurt. Who's hurt? PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker's down right now, so we'll see what's going on. Oh, he's up. He's fine. He's a dog. He's a dog. The next other Eastern Conference series is also tied to two, which has been an insane series so far. The uh, Bucks Celtics. Mm-hmm. So they've been very back and forth. Game three ended in somewhat of a controversial ending. Um, Marcus Smart got fouled when shooting a three, but the refs called it on the floor. So in, they're down three at this point. What? Oh, Duncan Robinson just checked in the game. Thank you, dude. So what I just said is actually coming true. Walking buckets in. <laughs> we need him. We need him. Um, yeah, Marcus Smart got fouled when he looked like he was shooting a three. They called it on the floor. This point, it was like a second left on the clock after the foul. And they were the Celtics were down three, so they needed three points. They reviewed it and said he's on the floor, but bonus, so he got two foul shots instead of having three. So they like they, he made the first, and then they had to deal with like a uh, miss off the rim type situation that didn't work. Um, obviously, Celtics fans and Celtics organization were like, "This is fucking bullshit." Like that should have been three foul shots, showing the overtime, all this stuff, but didn't happen, and they went to. Uh, they they the Bucks wanted up winning game three, then game four is all the Celtics the entire game mainly because um Al Horford and Jason Tatum went off they each had thirty plus points and it was a cool video not cool I mean I don't I don't hate Al Horford so I don't know it's up to you guys if you like Al Horford or not but I kind of like him and there's one point where Giannis like crammed on him and you can see he said something like he talked. Yeah, I saw okay. That. Yeah. The rest, of, yeah, the rest of the game, Al Horford went off, and at one point he slammed on Giannis and kind of gave him an extra bow on the way down, and like just started celebrating and shit like that. Yeah, I, I, that's pretty sweet. Two things with that. One, I mean, about like, what do you think about how Al Horford? I think I'd like him a lot better if he wasn't on the Celtics, but he's on the Celtics, so I'm very yeah. anti Al Horford. Um, did you see his wife like uh, tweeted that video out too? And he was like. No. She was like, yeah, I know that look <laughs> or something like, like, yeah, when he makes that look, it's all business. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> Al that, Horford's like taking you to pound town at that point. Is that a sexual that thing look. or is that like an abuse thing? Like, I can't tell. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> or is it an abuse? <laughs> or it's an abuse thing. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, that, that was just my uh, take for the Al Horford thing. <laughs> Quick plug, Dunes isn't a talking dirty koozie, so go buy those seven bucks a piece. Yeah, yeah keep your uh, hands warm and your beer cold. 
Yes, sir. Um, it's all right. Sweater for your beer. <laughs> Did you see my uh, TikTok I made on Instagram? Uh, I probably did, yeah. I drink a beer. Hey, drink another I beer. Stone Cold, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. All right, Western Conference. What what, what series do you want first? Sun, uh, Mavs, Warriors, Grizz. Give me... See, I feel like we're going to have more to talk about with the Mavericks, so give me the Grizzlies but Warriors. Both, both have some hot, hot tea. Yeah, give me the, the Grizzlies Warriors first. All right, so first of all, game four, Steve Kerr was out with COVID, and Mike Brown had to step up and be coach. Um, but speaking of Mike Brown, while we're talking about it, I was going to save this for the headlines, but I'm going to say it right now. Mike Brown did get hired as the Kings head coach. So this is kind of like the last go-around of Mike Brown with the Warriors. But anyway, uh, the last two games of the series since we talked last have been kind of crazy. Dylan Brooks has been suspended one game for his hit on Gary Payton. Um, and Gary Payton will also miss the next three weeks with the elbow fracture. So if they make the finals, he might be back, but it's still going to be rough. Um, but the last game, the Grizzlies didn't have John Morant. John Morant's most likely out for the rest of the playoffs. The Warriors are up 3-1, so it doesn't really matter at that point. Like, they're not going to come back from a 3-1 deficit. The Warriors never blow a 3-1 deficit. Um, <laughs> but Steph, hey, yo, Zing Pao. Uh, yeah, Steph's been killing it. Uh, the game, the game three, they won by like 40 or something like that. It's like yeah, 102 to 42. And then last night, the Grizzlies were in command the entire game, but the fourth quarter is all Warriors. It was weird. Like, I literally stopped watching the game. I was like, oh, no jaw, no problem. The Grizzlies are going to win. Then, like, I woke up this morning and checked the score, and it was just all Warriors won. So it's wild. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we uh, said this before, but, like, the Grizzlies will be back. They're definitely a team that's going to be back here and play at a higher level. It's just this year ain't it, especially with John Moran out for the rest of the playoffs. I agree. Yeah, no John, no no chance. Even though I did see that their uh, series, season series, uh, record without draw was better than with draw. Playoffs is a different animal, though. That's true. You need your best player. Um, but all right, Suns Mavericks. Luca's pretty much been carrying the Mavericks at this point um, with one of the role players every single game. It's been like, Luka goes off, then one of their role players also helps out. Mm-hmm. Um, they're tied to two right now. Uh, the last game was uh, Finney Smith had a killer game. He, he destroyed it. Um, but all the talk from game four was about Chris Paul and his family. Um, first, of all, first of all, Chris Paul, in the actual game itself, fouled out super early in the fourth quarter. Like, Luka just kept driving right at Chris Paul and like getting all these fouls from him. So he fouled out at, in the beginning of the fourth quarter. The big story was apparently some some dude uh, put his hands on Chris Paul's mom in the stands. That guy got, got kicked out, banned for two games. Chris Paul was ref uh, was like threatening him on the on the uh, he was banned for not two games, two years. Sorry, rather. Uh, okay, I was like two games. Last he was banned for two years from the Maverick Stadium. Chris Paul was threatening this dude on the way out, like, I'm going to fuck you up, piece of shit, like, all this stuff on the way out. The kid's, like, 16 years old. Yeah, I was, like, and, 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 of Chris video. Paul. and do we, well, I guess, tangent, do we have video of, like, the actual hands dude, on? That's what I was going to say. I have not seen anything about it. I've been looking yeah. it up. I'm trying to find what happened. 
Like, the, Paul's mom and all them are saying, like, he, like, pushed her or something. The Mavericks, who banned this guy, in the letter saying they banned this guy for two years, said, quote, unwanted hugs. <laughs> they referred to it as, like, an unwanted hug. I mean, I was, like, all for Chris Paul in this situation, and then I saw the video of them escorting the person out, and it was, like, a kid and his mom, and I was like, what? <laughs> like, Dude, I, I, he's just a dumb kid. Like, I get it. Yeah, it's fucked up. You can't do that. But, like, we're making this big stink over just some fucking idiot teenager. Like, That's why I want to see what happened. Because, like, yeah, if it was too. a – he egregiously just went over and pushed Chris Paul's mom. Like, she's old. So, like, mm-hmm. if he just went over and pushed her over, that's fucked up. However, if it was him just going nuts and, like, bumped her and she was like, oh, my God, he assaulted I mean, it's a packed fucking stadium, too. Like, playoff yeah. atmosphere, like, shit happens. Like, he was I so think, rattled that he didn't know what was going on. He yeah. lo- that little kid looked scared. He looked like he was, like, like he didn't actually, like, mean for anything to happen. Mm-hmm. So it makes me think it wasn't as serious as it was. And Chris Paul is just threatening a 16-year-old kid for no reason. Like, I, I think the best fix to this is just have press boxes in your stadiums for families, the enemy, fans and family of the uh, away team and of the home team. And then that's for, like, that's for families and, you know, friends or whatever the fuck of the players. Yeah, I, I, think, I think away teams should offer a press, two press boxes and each player gets two people. Mm-hmm. Or one, whatever. Just, just have yeah. it in that, you know, that area together. So, so they're not win with the common folk, because mm-hmm. shit like this will be prevented. Like, not not to, like, you know, condone what the fans are doing. Not just this instance, but, like, all instances. I think it'll just alleviate all those problems. If There was an issue with Russell Westbrook, one of his family members, before, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it makes sense. All right. Um, we have some headlines here, and then we'll pass it back over to pop culture and wrap this baby up. Headlines. Monty Williams wins Coach of the Year. Um yep. I know your guy won it last year, and I think I said I think Monty Williams should have won last year too. So I'm not talking shit on Thibodeau not not, not deserving it last year. <laughs> I just think this is like due. This was due. This was yeah. due. I think Williams deserved it. Um, Spolstra runner up once again. He's been runner up so many times. Um, I think he only won once, but whatever. Yeah, it's one of those uh, things where like yeah, Monty was due, but I think Spolstra had the better year and the more deservingness of the award. Yeah, I, I think so too. Especially they won, they won the one number one seed in the mm-hmm. East. Like, obviously, the Suns won last year too. No, they didn't win last year. The Jazz did. Yeah, yeah it was the like Jazz the Jazz won. and Suns. They were alternating back and back. Yeah. Um. All right. Next headline. Uh, Joker won MVP. Um. The next headline. Woo. Uh, he is, he is a criminals. I know when we, I he know he deserves it, man. I know we give criminals MVPs. We can. Ray Lewis won a Super Bowl. He murdered a guy. What, what was, what was that tweet you sent me back? I didn't get that. No, I just meant like back to Morris's back to back. The championship, like MVPs. Oh. Back to back, back to Morris's back to back. Cricket, cricket, cricket. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm preaching that enemy territory here. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just fucking with you. Um, all right, nothing else on the criminal. The 
back-to-back MVP criminal. I think I think Joel should have won it. I think Jimmy Butler even said Joel Embiid deserved it. In like they're playing each other in the playoffs right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, so here's my thing. Analytically, it looks like Joker. However, Joel Embiid won the scoring title. The last big guy to win the scoring title was Shaq, who won MVP that same season. And the Sixers had a better season because of Joel Embiid and then dated than Joker and the Nuggets. Obviously, the Joker carried the Nuggets to what, like the sixth seed, wherever they were. But like Joel Embiid is like a serious like contender in the East still, and he I think he deserved it over Joker. Yeah. No, I, like I mean, all, we talked all, about it before, and I did yeah, say, all like... jokes aside about Joker being a criminal, like, yeah. Joel Embiid, I think, just deserved it, but yeah. it was obvious that Joker was going to win, so I'm, it's not like a shock. Mm-hmm. Um, which, that's one thing about the MVP with basketball that kind of sucks, is, like, all the voters kind of say before the voting comes out who they voted for, so everyone kind of puts it together who wins before they actually win, mm-hmm. so it kind of sucks. Um... Next, the Bucks and the Hawks will play two preseason games in Abu Dhabi next season. All right, interesting. Yeah, Why the very, Bucks Abu Dhabi? Um, like Middle East, India range, like that oh. that section of the world. It's cool. Yeah, it's Arabia, like that section of the Arabia. world. Um. Next, the Lakers are interviewing Terry Stotts, Mark Jackson, and some other candidates. Um, also about coaching with the Lakers, it came out, which very obvious, it came out that the main reason Frank Vogel was fired was because of his inability to integrate Russ into the Lakers offense. His inability to integrate Russ into the offense, obvious, because Russ sucked for the Lakers this year. That was their biggest downfall. But the Lakers did cite the reason that he sucked is they believe his Frank Vogel not like doing what he's supposed to, and that's why they fired Frank Vogel. They're probably like, "Shit, we can't have LeBron thinking we think it's him." Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But no, in all honesty, though, like that is because ago I said that the uh, remember a week ago I said the front office of the Lakers are trying to blame LeBron for that, Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden the front office is saying, "No way, it's Frank Vogel's fault." (laughs) Like I think they realize, like, oh wait, we're we're firing this guy. We're not getting rid of this guy, so we can't burn our bridge with this guy. So let's just lie and say that we think it's Frank Vogel's fault. Yeah, like no, I, a week ago, I, I literally reported that it's opposite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like when you're a coach, you gotta you gotta make the best situation out of what you're given. And granted, like you know, you can kind of look at it from the outside looking in and be like, yeah, those players suck, but you did well with what you had. Um, but you know, you yeah. still like you had Russ. Like, yeah, Russ definitely has that kind of. Uh, this personas he carries with him that, you know, he's not a good teammate, not doesn't fit well into certain systems. Um, but your job as a coach is to make it work, and he couldn't, so fired. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see if, we'll see who, whoever they hire is going to integrate Russ good because I don't think Terry Stotts or Mark Jackson can get the job done. <laughs> yeah, they make- it's going to be some fucking cuck off the street that LeBron will just whip into shape. Hopefully. That's what he did with David Blatt. That's what he did with Ty Lue. Like, <laughs> did all that. Uh, sticking in L.A., the Clippers signed Robert Covington to a two-year, $24 million extension. They keep him around. I think it's great because next season, you're most likely going to get Kawhi back. You're most likely going to get Paul George back. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to keep the perfect role players around, and I think Robert Covington is the ideal role player to have on a championship-level team. Yeah. 
Because yeah. he's like a he's a power forward. He's tough defensively, great offensively. He can shoot. He can drive. He can do all that stuff. I think, and he's cheap. Two years, twenty four million dollars is not a lot for the NBA. Mm-hmm. It's nothing, not like the cheapest contract you can get. It's not like a minimum, but at the same time, like that's not like going to hit the cap space, the cap too hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, three more, and then we'll pass over to pop culture. Ben Simmons, check. Ben Simmons, check. He gets back <laughs> surgery. He finally got back surgery to correct his issues he's been struggling with all year. He is out three to four months, and I'm just saying right now, because uh, I've been kind of a Ben Simmons defender for a little bit now. If he's not playing in the next three to four months, I'm out. Um, he this this surgery is correcting all the reasons he's not been playing this whole season. Obviously, when he's on the Sixers, it's because he wanted it out. That's why he wasn't playing. But he could have got the surgery then. He could have got the surgery that easily then. Then he didn't have to keep cock teasing the Nets this entire like after the trade, saying, like, "Oh, we're gonna play game three this season. Oh, we're gonna play game four this season. Oh, we're not playing at all." Mm-hmm. And now it's surgery. This is his last all. He has to play after his back surgery, or everyone's gonna be out on him. He might as well retire. Yeah, I uh, I think if I'm Ben Simmons at this point, I'm just posting on social media my X-rays. Hey, yeah, look at this shit. I wasn't lying. Get a doctor to sign a note. It's like back in grade school when you miss work, uh, school for a little bit. Yep. Get a doctor to sign a note saying, hey, I missed this game because my back issues. No, like, not, no you can't even do a doctor nowadays with like his status, too. You could just have a doctor yep. be like, oh, yeah, here you go. Um, go to Instagram and post the, bra- the hospital bracelet from post-surgery. Yeah. Because yeah. like, no one's going to believe you actually got surgery until you play. Yeah, give me, give me some shit like that, and I will be like, yeah, Ben Simmons actually had a back issue. Until that yeah. moment – Nah, he was just fucking playing the system. He was just a whiny little piece of shit. Because that's what you, that's what I'm thinking right now. Like he's definitely being a whiny little piece of shit. And I, I'm all for him. Not really because I really don't like Ben Simmons. I've been for him because I think he hasn't like he's good. He's really good defensively, and he that's like a that's like a perk that any team could really use. His ability to play defense that well is any team could use. And I thought as advocating for him. I don't really like him, and the fact that he's like kind of not playing is kind of making me look bad. Yeah. I've been like a, on the hill of like everyone, someone should trade for Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Uh, two more, and they both involve my second team, the Utah Jazz, and one of them involves your team, the New York Knicks. Yeah, yeah. So as I reported the last last week or the week before, Rudy Gobert is going to inform the Jazz that he wants out or he wants Donovan out. So. As of right now, the Jazz are most likely to just trade away either Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert, who just both signed extensions and or new contracts. So they're locked up for a while, so it's a good contract to trade. Like, teams will probably go for it because they're locked up for a while. It's not like a sign and, like, a, a rent-a-player or something like that. Yeah. Um, and there's some, like, rumored landing spots for either one of them. As of right now, for Rudy Gobert, I have two potential landing spots. One, Toronto, apparently Toronto – We'll definitely go in for Rudy Gobert if he's made available. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, him and Pascal Siakam would be pretty solid, but, like, I don't know. And the Van Fleet. Uh, yeah. Uh, cause you, might, you don't know because they might have to trade some of the young guys away. Because the Jazz aren't going to, like, if they keep one of them, they're going to want to try to win now. They're not going to go all for picks. They, they're probably going to go for young guys. And if he goes to Toronto, it's not worth a damn if you go – if you give him Rudy Gobert, then you have to trade away half your young guys. Like you want to keep your young guys, like Gary Trent Jr. or 
Scotty Barnes or OG Fred Siakam. They they need to keep all those guys. They want to be good with Rudy, but the Jazz are going to want someone like OG and Fred and yeah. Siakam. But I don't know Siakam. But they, the Siakam did so much better this year than last year. Last year I could see that because there's like a does he want to be here? Is he even trying? And in the playoffs, he actually killed it. So I don't know. I think, I think this, are we going to have the light light switch turn off again, or are we going to have the same thing as this year? I don't know. Nick Nurse seems like he'll, he'll love him. Nick Nurse has kind of been saying stuff about how Siakam had a really good playoffs, and he's been all about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other one, which I could see, which could work, is the Golden State Warriors might try to go for him and and trade Andrew Wiggins and maybe James Wiseman. So the Jazz will get back. Wiggins, who's definitely a solid role player who really helped Donovan Mitchell. Wiseman, who's a young guy who's been struggling with injuries, but if he's, like, healthy, it's, like, kind of, like, a cheaper Rudy Gobert and then probably go pick. And then the Warriors' standpoint, you get one of the best defensive centers paired with one of the, the, the best the, the best center defensive centers paired with the best defensive power forward, Draymond Green, with the two best shooters. That's wild. That that's a championship. The game. only thing I worry about is Rudy Gobert keeping up with the high speed offense. I, I think it'd be okay because he's not really offensive, like based. Yeah. I don't know. I think if anything, those keep him for like rebounds and defense. You don't have to worry it, about it, offense. It could be a power move, but it definitely be an experiment. I don't think it's a sure thing if he goes there. I I think it's the best option, but I agree. I mean, it definitely is definitely gonna have to be a big experiment a little bit because Draymond. I think him and Draymond, I don't know if they were either they're gonna like be really good together or like a disaster. Uh and then the other side, Dobbin Mitchell is also could be moving. It depends on if Rudy Gobert gets traded or not. The only landing spot I've seen I sent you is the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. I have nothing else written about this. I don't know, I I was gonna turn it over to you and see what you think. Uh I like it, but the only here's the thing with the Knicks, man. I I just I don't know Julius Randle's true interest with the team. Like, is he really interested in being here, or is he just like, I want I want out of New York. Like, no matter who we bring in, I want out. Like, if we can salvage it with bringing in Mitchell, I think it could be successful. But. I- I think he'd be all in if he if, if you guys got went out and got someone else. We'd have to keep Barrett and Randall, but yeah, I think that'd be it would, we'd be a nice team in the East. I think we'd be like uh like we were last year. Four I seed five seed. As 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 a part time Jazz fan, I honestly think that if we trade Dobby Mitchell, we're rebuilding. If we trade Rigo Bear, we're trying to win. Mm-hmm. So I think if there's a trade for Donovan Mitchell, we'll gladly take picks, which the Knicks have plenty of yeah. from all their different trades and stuff like that. They have plenty of picks, and I think the Jazz will gladly take that and try to build it up in the draft eventually and try to go for another run later. Then Rudy Gobert is just going to waste away. If they trade Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell stays, they're going to try to build around Donovan Mitchell and try to keep going the run because he's sweet. But that – Potentially could help the Knicks if they get Donovan Mitchell and take picks, not taking away young talent. Because, like you said, you don't want to get rid of R.J. Barrett. You don't want to get rid of Julius Randle. Who's, who else was good last year? Derrick Rose had moments. But no other young guys, really, right? Uh, there was that 
uh, quickly. Emmanuel quickly had a good season. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple of guys. I don't know. Once you get past I, those three, it's I'm like yeah. I feel like there's another guy I'm just totally missing. I'm blanking on, but Obi. Oh yeah, Obi had solid. He had a solid. He actually but did he, improve towards the end. Someone, of the year. someone like R.J. Barrett if they wanted to go for players. Yeah. But you don't want to get rid of him. He's been play. He played really well last year. Um, but all right, that's all I got for NBA. If you want to take it over to pop culture. All right. So, pop culture. Honestly, didn't have much. It was a very slow week. Uh, we'll get into our Doctor Strange 2 review next week once we're uh, back in the studio. So, we'll have a full breakdown. We did both get get a chance to see it. It was good. Um, yeah, well, I, I'm tired of doing things out of 10. What grade on a, like a, grade, like a school scale would you give it? B plus. B plus? That's what I'll get. B plus, A minus. Mm-hmm. Very um, low A minus. Very, like, 89 to 91 range. I agree. Real quick, they did just drop the NHL lottery picks. They okay. just did the lottery. The number one overall pick goes to Montreal. Okay. Right. Montreal, Devils, Coyote, Kraken, Flyers, Blue Jackets, Senators, Red Wings, Sabres, Ducks, Sharks, Blue Jackets, Islanders, Jets, Canucks, Sabres. Also, Islanders fire uh, Barry Trotz. Nice, nice. Uh, but anyways, aside from the uh, Doctor Strange review, which we'll get to next week, um, for movies, they did drop the Avatar 2 trailer during the Doctor Strange premiere. Um, it's called Way of the Water, and it is essentially, to me, looks like just Avatar on water. <laughs> That's all it is. Avatar and water. It's, it looks like the same movie, but hey, they're by an ocean now. Yeah, no, it, I didn't care. I didn't yeah, watch I mean, it. Like, I'll, I'll probably see it in theaters because I think a movie like that you do want to see in theaters. But I don't think I'm not going there for the plot. It, I'm there for the visuals. Yeah, I agree. Like it's something I would probably just be like, you know what? I'm going to take a tab of acid, go in there, and be like, wow, <laughs> like that was insane, and that'll be the trip. But aside from that, I'm not really expecting to do much. Maybe we'll have to see more trailers of it, but I don't know. I, I, I think them coming out with, like, five avatars is a bit ridiculous. Uh, so I didn't watch the first one because I started it on a bus trip in grade school, and mm-hmm. one of the chaperones was this nerdy kid's mom and said, oh, my God, they have sex with their tentacles. We can't watch this. <laughs> for the first ten minutes. And so after that, I just put a bad taste in my mouth, and I never wanted to watch it again. It's it's essentially Pocahontas with aliens. Yeah, that's what I imagine. Oh, it is. Um, it's down, holding his face. What a cry, baby. Um, but aside from that, I also had the Dragon Ball Super movie comes out in August. I know you don't care, but I'm excited for that. That's just me. Agreed. Oh my god, Glenn Rivers is about to have a heart attack. He got teeth. <laughs> Glenn Rivers, you're a fucking bum. <laughs> then uh, for TV, you know, I mean, did you have it? What's this super movie from Dragon Ball Z? Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. Dude, dude was like a Labrador in the corner. His ears perked up when you said that. It's coming out in August. Coming out in August, dude. World world premiere. World premiere. Um, So we'll see. Looks good to me. I'm excited. But that's all I have for movies and TV, honestly. There's really nothing much because we both didn't get a chance to see the Lakers show. Um, And Moon Knight's done. So we really have nothing much for TV as far as reactions and reviews until Kenobi. Yeah, which... Let's say. Let's say. I'm, I'm excited. Um, so, anything else you want to toss in for that? 
Movie CV. You want? There's not anything breaking news. I just saw like one of those like TikTok videos. Like, did you know that like one of those things? Yeah. Never heard before, but I love it. Did you know that they gave Hayden Christensen long hair in Revenge of the Sith because they wanted the show that Anakin was starting to take after Qui Gon, and he was going to have super long hair like Qui Gon if he kept going because he like wanted to model his Jedi life okay. after Qui Gon. Okay. That's pretty sick. I didn't yeah, hear that. I like that. Um. Well, then let's take it over to music. Um, I'm not gonna play any of the songs. I'm just gonna kind of go through what I fucked with because it was a pretty good week. Um, I had let me see here. So Jack Harlow dropped his new album. Uh, pretty good bops on there. I really fucked with uh, obviously the ones we heard already, like first oh. class. But there was also side piece was another one I fucked with. And there was a song with Drake in there. Wasn't as big on the Drake song, but uh, that's why they were hanging out together in, uh, at that Formula One race. Wait, sorry, uh, Drake and Jack Harlow? Yeah, they have a song together on the album. Oh. That's sorry, John, John's John been very anti-Jack Harlow. I was going to invite him on to try to talk about it, and he just doesn't want to. All right, he's coming. <laughs> every but was Johnny's rant. Where's our TikToks? Here's the deal on Jack Harlow that no one wants to talk about. Underrated music. I'm sorry. Too, way too overrated music. Uh, not great talent. And he's got a number one song? I don't think so. All right? I hope the longevity of his career is extremely limited because just saying random words over an old song from 15 years ago doesn't make you talented. That's all I have to say. Thank you. <laughs> all right, that was our TikTok star, Johnny Kopsick. How many TikToks has he made so far on that contract? All on his personal account, none on ours. Okay. My brother. Uh, The other other song he had on there, though, he had a song called Dua Lipa, and it's actually about him just trying to slide into her DMs, essentially. Now, if Jack Harlow bangs Dua Lipa, that'd be sweet, the sweetest thing ever. He actually, like, sent the song to her and was like, yo, is this cool? And she was like, yeah, I mean, it's your song. Do what you want. And he was like, all right. (laughs) He's already fucking her boss. Um,. Then Taylor, our girl T Swift dropped the new version of her song "This Love." Just want to toss that in there too. What song? It's called "This Love." Oh. Then uh, I had a song by Tro Love, but uh, no one dies from love. And I guess Doja Cat's doing one of the headlining songs from the new Elvis movie. It's just called Vegas. It wasn't actually that bad. Though. I kind of fucked with it. I, I like her, so I get that. Um, but then midweek in Surprise Jams, uh, Kanye, or Kanye West and Kendrick Lamar dropped new songs. Kanye West dropped one. I can't remember what it was called. You might remember. Um, it was like party, The Party or something like that. I can't remember. can't kill me. But pretty good song. I kind of fucked with it. Uh, then Kendrick dropped a video for his song, The Heat Part 5. Mm. And pretty much it's the video is just him. Rapping and it deep fakes different celebrities over his face during the rap. So like it, there was like OJ, Will Smith, Kanye, Kobe Bryant, um, and I think Nipsey Hussle was another one. Rip. Mm-hmm. But yeah, pretty good. Uh, pretty good music this week. Highly recommend checking it out. Um, but that's all I have for pop culture. Is there anything you want to toss in for jams? No, but I'm definitely gonna check out the talking. Talking Dirty Jams playlist because I want to hear all these songs you just said, so everyone else should. All right. Um, well, 
before we wrap it up, we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll wrap it up and then. We'll we wrap it up on the other side. We're yeah, going to have time. Throw it over to the Star Wars. Yeah, we're mind-blowing everybody. This is a goodbye for us today, but you're going to hear us like a week ago. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> All right. Hey, ever Star Wars. All right. So, top fives. Backstory. We had top fives recorded for vacation. Um, maybe one day we'll revisit it. Guy said maybe we'll just post it regardless. But those those tapes were lost in the great uh, laptop purge. Unreleased footage. Yeah, it's unreleased. The lost tapes. Yeah. Um, the the siege of Ryan's laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, but to replace it, we thought we're recording this on May the 4th. So not, you're hearing this next week, but we did it last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. May the 4th we recorded this. So we thought it'd be very fitting to do two Star Wars-themed top fives. Um, we talked about Star Wars before and during top fives, but we never did a top five Star Wars thing. So we are doing top five movies or TV shows, and then we're also doing a top five characters. All right. Um, guy called it in the, he- uh, in the air and got it wrong, so I won, and I'm elected to draft first for the movies and TV show top five. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, do you have any questions, Guy? No, no. All right. I'll start then. Um, I'm going to take with my number one, the first pick of the 2022 May the 4th Star Wars movies TV show draft is Empire Strikes Back. (laughs) Dude, you started one way and I was like, is he doing that? No, no, it's Empire Strikes Back. That's fair. It's one of the greatest, not not only is it the greatest Star Wars movie TV show, it's one of the greatest movies of all time. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just the best, I think. So, uh, there's not really much to say about it. It's just the best. So, yeah. Empire Strikes Back, number one. All right, all right. Um, I'm going to go with my number one pick. It's the first movie that I actually watched for Star Wars. Um, Revenge of the Sith. Ooh. I saw it in theaters when it came yeah. out in, like, 2006. Really? That's the first movie ever watched? Yeah. I, I didn't really understand, like, the universe or anything. But I was like, yeah, let's just go see this. The thing is, he doesn't like Star Wars either, so like I don't know where it came from, but I've been in love with it ever since. That's actually wild. Yeah, it is wild. Yeah, but like just everything in it too. Like you have Count Dooku versus Obi Wan and Anakin. Mm-hmm. Then head. you have huh? The head chopped off. Yeah, the head chopped off. The do it. The memes. Do it. Then you have uh, Mace Windu versus Palpatine, and the insert two other Jedi's that just get murked in the first. Uh, Kit second. Fisto and I don't know the other yeah, one. Yeah, I don't know the other one. And then, um, then you have, of course, Obi Wan, General Grievous, and Obi Wan, Anakin Skywalker. There's just a lot and of battles. Yoda, Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, there's just so many sweet. So many battles. Man. Great music, like the song on Mustafar. Whenever it's Obi Wan versus Anakin, mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, and then you have the whole sadness with Order sixty six too. Like, it, there's so many emotions. Master Skywalker. Yeah, I think like when you, people look back on the prequels. Everything that people like that are fans of the prequels support was mostly in the third movie. Oh yeah, you know they don't really talk about the first and second, but yeah, I, I don't want to talk about. I mean, I don't think we're gonna pick the other two, but I, mean, I, I, I have the one on my list. <laughs> yeah, well, the one the one you probably have on your list is like mm-hmm. I think got better over time. Yeah, at first it sucked, but, but that's my number one pick: Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Um, 
My number two pick. I'm torn here. I'm torn here. But... Uh, I'm between like three, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Rogue One. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's torn. That, that's but a... I think... Huh. If I look at all... like I think Rogue One was the best thing that Disney put out for Star Wars. Did not, I, I I liked Rogue One a mm-hmm. lot. That was on my list, but it was a backup, and I could have seen it at my fifth spot. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to go this high, but I I mean, I, I, I like it a lot. It's basically Saving yeah. Private Ryan in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I thought it's a very cool, like, movie. Like, and I think what really made it so great like you didn't have like anything with like lightsabers the entire movie until the until the, very one of the sweetest end. Mo- and the way it shots. just flawlessly connects mm-hmm. into a new hope. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody saw that coming. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like people coming into this movie is like, yeah, I mean, it could be cool, and like you know, but like you know, we know what's gonna happen. So like, how did the director and Disney kind of like be like, yeah, you know what's gonna happen, but how about this? And they just feed us badass Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Who's who's been a badass throughout like cinema history, but you never really seen the ferocity mm-hmm. in his actions and his fighting um, until that point. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give it to Rogue One because that fucking scene was awesome at the end of Rogue One. Um, I agree that that scene alone does give it the high grade. I agree with that, but I am shocked. I did not think. No, it was that's fair. Guy. But like, I was torn between three, and I think you're gonna take both of them. But um. We'll see. Okay. My my second pick mm-hmm. is the one I started hinting at before. It's my personal favorite, mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, I love Return of the Jedi. I love the whole uh, barge with the beginning scene. Like I thought it's a great way to open it. Yeah. Tie yeah. up all loose ends. Are back to business. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the whole Vader versus Luke that turn on Palpatine at the yeah. end is a great story. Redemption story. Um, is still the chosen one. Yeah, absolutely. You see Han and Leia end up together. You see. Uh, Luke say Leia is my was it, uh, my sister. Mm. You have Yoda's uh, passing away, but it's sad, but it's great. Mm. The Ewoks are great. The Battle of Endor is just sweet. Ewoks get a bad rap. The Ewoks do get bad rap. They're not. They're definitely not bad. And I think the whole Battle of Endor is just like a sweet storyline that they revisit in some in Battlefront Two game mm-hmm. and stuff yeah, like that. It gives yeah. kind of a little bit more to it. I kind I like I just like Return of the Jedi. Yeah, all the debris on Jakku is from the Battle of Endor. No, that's a different battle. That's Battle uh, Jakku. Oh, that's right. My bad. But the but the but there is on the one planet in Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. the Death Star too. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, but um, yeah, you're saying how Revenge of the Sith was one of the first movies you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I've watched the original trilogy when I was like a kid, like yeah. since I was a baby, pretty gotcha. much. Like my dad liked it, but didn't love it, but he still had them. Mm-hmm. Um, then anytime I was sick from home. Like I'd say, I mean, um, uh, school, from school sick, yeah. I'll just watch Return of the Jedi. Like, I'd watch all three of them, but I mainly focus on Return of the Jedi. I liked Return gotcha. of the Jedi a lot. Um, and then my number three, I'm getting a TV show. I'm getting The Mandalorian. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I, I think there's another TV show out there that's really good, and mm-hmm. I definitely want to. But I just think The Mandalorian, we got so far from it. And Mandalorian's basically Boba, Book of Boba Fett, too. Like, I'm, yeah, I, was, <laughs> I don't think we're going to take... Either take it's that. on my list. It's on my list okay. either because when I think of it, I think of the Mando show. I was like, do I put this on my list? I was like, I'm not because it's Mandalorian season three. 
Can we can I can I on the graphics have Mandalorian slash Book of Boba Fett because it's the same thing. Plus the two episodes of Book of Boba Fett. Plus, plus the ending of Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay I'll, 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 I'll put that, I'll put that in my notes to send you. Uh, That's funny. Um, I think I think Mandalorian's been the best Star Wars thing they put out since Revenge of the Sith, honestly. Yeah. Well, Rogue One, I I don't really count that, but I do. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not thinking that, but besides, okay, besides Rogue One, that's good. It's but it really canon. wasn't canon. It really wasn't canon. I think it's... I mean, it's canon. Okay, I don't want to say it. <laughs> it's canon, but you don't really get a lot of like the main storyline You, you don't get new story development or anything. Except for Vader and stuff. Mando is mm-hmm. like the continuation of after that. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather have Mando than any of the sequel trilogy. Gotcha. I, I think I, th- I think it's been great for it. And obviously, we, it's still going on. Mm-hmm. And it only can go up from here. It yeah. only can get better from here. Okay, okay. Um, My number... Th- Three, no, yeah, three. Um, I'm gonna go with Clone Wars TV show. Yep. Um, yeah, it's a kids show at times, and those parts do suck. But the way that that show expanded on the lore and had some like really good moments. Uh, I don't even say moments. It was like good like arcs. Like they had like a ton of good arcs. Um, mm-hmm. The last season alone that they just added more recently go even overlaps with Revenge of the Sith, and you get like a lot of like continuing storylines like mm-hmm. kind of like paralleling the events of the movie um the bringing back of darth maul fantastic yeah it's great um you know you just see more of like the emperor and like you see anakin like really his progression into the dark side um i just thought it was very well done i thought it was very well done um and that's why i'm going number three for I, I, I mean yeah, i love clone wars that, that would have been my next one i just wanted to get those two mm-hmm. first I was torn between that, Mandalorian, and Rogue One. Uh, okay. Then you want Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, my number four, um, I'm going to give it to... I'm going to give it to New Hope. Damn it. That's my, that's what I, was gonna, I was hoping you just did Yeah, that. it was the start of everything. Um, George Lucas kind of had like the balls to come out and be like, here's episode four. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Like, what do you mean? Like, you mean episode one, George? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Episode four. <laughs> um, just, like, everything... Like, I wasn't big on Ben Kenobi. Well, well, actually, fun fact, as you know, it was an episode four at first, but then Empire Strikes Back comes out and it's oh, an and episode five. It. Uh, yeah, so it was it was just Star Wars. Okay. And then... Um, it came out. Empire Strikes Back comes out, and then they started at the beginning of episode five. Gotcha. Everyone's like, wait, what? And then anytime they went back to New Hope, they, they, they started, they started calling four. it New Hope episode okay. four. Um, I wasn't big on, like, Ben Kenobi, but I did enjoy everything, like, um, beyond that point. Like, uh, with Tatooine, mm-hmm. going into the, like, uh, Mos Eisley, meeting mm-hmm. Han Solo, Greedo, and all that interaction. Um, and then that first battle between... Uh, Luke and ben, I mean Darth Vader and Ben Kenobi is sick mm-hmm. on the Death Star. Yeah, blowing up the Death Star. It's so good. It's so. I always laugh because it, it. They didn't know what they're gonna do really with the movies. Really, mm-hmm. I mean they had a plan, but they didn't really know what was gonna be. So it's such like a slow choreography, and yeah. it's like you're nothing but master of evil, Darth. It's <laughs> yeah. like it's like kind of corny, but it's so like powerful at the mm-hmm. same time. I love yeah. It. Anytime I watch an older movie like that, I always try to put myself in like that kind of era. Yeah. Where I'm like, this would be crazy if I was in this era. 
Oh yeah, and but then like the next like next movie they get a little bit higher budget, then you start seeing like Luke doing flips through the mm-hmm. woods and balancing force stuff. Yeah, exactly. But I'm gonna go for uh, New Hope for number four. Yeah, New Hope was gonna be my next pick. I was hoping you maybe what what I'm gonna go with here, just so I get New Hope. But uh, I'm gonna go Rebels. Yeah, it's fine. I think I think Rebels is uh, not as good as Clone Wars, but it's a very good story. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I just I, you see the continuation of Darth Maul, and you get to see Darth Maul versus Obi Wan again. Mm-hmm. You get to see Ahsoka yeah. versus Darth Vader in it. You see, yeah, that was sick. yeah and I what I liked a lot about Rebels too mm-hmm. was the first couple. You get introduced. The main characters are characters made up for this show, and you never heard of them before ever. But then they start throwing other shit, and you see like a cameo by Leia. You see Lando. You Darth see Vader. Darth Vader. <laughs> Darth Maul, Ahsoka. <laughs> it starts tying stuff in as you go on and on. Yeah. But at first, you just kind of meet like a ragtag group of people, and two of them are have to happen to be Jedi. Yeah. And, and it gets really cool. The Thrawn is one of the greatest villains in Star Wars, mm-hmm. and he came out in Rebels. He's coming uh, back. He's definitely he's coming back. We're going to get probably Ezra coming back. That's that's yeah. another show. Amazing ending. Mm-hmm. It ended perfectly. Yeah, um, I bet Sabine's going to be in the next Mando season. She has confirmed, yeah. Yeah, so it, it's just going to be like, I don't know. I, Rebels is definitely really uh, maybe good. Not, maybe not Mandalorian, but Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yeah. yeah, I think Ahsoka's confirmed, but mm-hmm. he's going to be looking for the Mandalorian shit, so I guarantee yeah. Sabine pops up. Uh, but yeah, no, Rebels is great. I mean, obviously Clone Wars is great, and Rebels is just a continuation of it. Mm-hmm. Rebels is essentially like the next season of yeah. Clone Wars, but just more focused on a single group instead of a whole army. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I, I had to get Rebels. And then number five, I'm debating between two. I feel like I know one of them. I, I'll just go, I'm just going to go with Force Awakens. Okay. Um, the only sequel movie I like. Mm-hmm. That was the only sequel movie on my list as well. I threw Last Jedi in just at the last second, but mm-hmm. like as like a, <laughs> a fifth, sixth string. Um, no, but Force Awakens was very, was amazing. And it got me so hyped up for the rest of the series. And, and it just, it just the other two movies suck so bad they didn't do anything. But I will still go back and watch Force Awakens and think about like all the potential. Yeah. And you still get you still get Han and, and Chewie and Leia in it. Um, you still get like dope fight scenes with. I mean, Kylo Ren was like he was cool at that point. Kylo Ren was sick at that point. Mm-hmm. Snoke mm-hmm. was sick at that point. Yeah, Snoke was awesome. Ray, you didn't know what was going on with her. It was sick, and yeah. she and she was cool, and it was dope, and the whole thing was very cool. Mm-hmm. But then it just went way down now. But the Last Jedi, after watching Rise of Skywalker, Last Jedi, I became better for me. Ah, uh, R- Rise of Skywalker completely sucked. Yeah, but I like Last Jedi better than I, Rise of Skywalker. Still, I still bash them because they did it so terribly. I just forget about the Finn and Rose stuff, and then everything else is kind of Yeah, the Finn and Rose stuff sucks. That's the only thing about that. And that whole thing, that whole mission that it's like, yeah, you really didn't have to do this if I just, like, glued you in on the plot. Yeah. Yeah. If I glued you in my plan, we wouldn't have to have the audience watch this extra 30 minutes of footage. Yeah, exactly. It sucked. (laughs) It's so bad. Um, But yeah, so that's my number five. And I'm sure what I was going to take, what didn't take, what you're probably going to take. Yeah, Phantom Menace. Yeah, that's what I was debating. Um, This movie... Gets so much more shit than it deserves, in my opinion. Um, yes, Jar Jar Binks sucks. I like him. I don't hate him as much as everybody else, but I do agree from a general majority standpoint that, yeah, he sucks compared to the mm-hmm. grand scheme of the universe. Um, the whole thing, like, you get, you meet all, like, you see what the Jedi were mm-hmm. before everything went to shit in Revenge of the Sith. And just seeing that and how, like, the kind of world operated was kind of awesome. 
Oh, yeah. um, there's a, like there's a nice progression of story details there. Meeting young Anakin, a um, little bit creepy with Natalie Portman being that like casted older, and yeah. Anakin being like five. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a huge thing. That's like a ten year. And then you just throw all these crazy shit in there, like, oh yeah, Darth Vader created C three PO. Yo, that's one of those, <laughs> one of the best parts. And then, of course, the best part of the movie, just the fight scene at the end with Qui-Gon Jinn, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Darth Maul. When Darth Maul pops out that second lightsaber on the back of his hilt, mm-hmm. that's that's just like... I feel like in, in that moment, if I was like big into Star Wars, saw episode one when it first dropped, I my mind would have been completely fucked. Yeah, no, I, that's basically what like the, reaction, the reactions <laughs> were. I So I remember... It came out, what, 99? Maybe, yeah. I think it came out in 99. For yeah. some reason, I kind of remember seeing it in theaters, but I would have been three. Attack of Clones is 2001, maybe. Yeah, they usually go two years apart. No, because 2005. Maybe 2005 was Revenge of the Sith. It was. Okay. I think 2002 was it? It's yeah. 2002. Yeah. So they did, yeah, so did every three years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, for some reason, I kind of remember going seeing it in theaters, but I would have been three, so I don't think I did. Yeah. I wouldn't remember three. Maybe like a re-release. Maybe like a, another showing or something. And like the whole star fight for the battle in Naboo. I like that. Um, I don't know, man. And like all the memes with the droids. Like, Roger, Roger. Like, mm-hmm. that was fantastic. Like, the memes are just great for the prequels, man. Mm-hmm. Um, the pod racing, dude. It created like one of the most infamous levels in like Lego Star Wars. I hate that level. <laughs> yeah. But like that concept was awesome, man. Yeah, no, I... Um, uh, like, there's a lot of bad with it. But there's also so much. There's a lot of good. And I, I agree. Quagga was such a cool character, and it, it kind of for me got better with Clone Wars. And you see the being in the mm-hmm. prequels longer, it makes yeah. all the prequels a little bit better. Yeah, like Attack of Clones still sucks, but yeah, there, there's some, it's, it's just it just because it's so long. Yeah, it's like, so I love long. everything on Camino, but like after yeah. that, I was like, eh, I can the Battle of Genosis was sick. Mm-hmm. The battle with uh, Count Dooku then was sick. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the bounty hunter shit in the beginning, the sand, <laughs> yeah. the all the Anakin stuff. Dude, so two things. One, Zambi. have you ever seen the video awesome. where the guy's like, do you realize how ridiculous it is that Emperor Palpatine wanted to kill Padme? Yes. So he sends Count Dooku to kill Padme, who then sends Jango Fett to kill Padme, who then sends the transforming bounty hunter Zam to kill Padme. Zam Wesley Padme, or whatever. Yeah, who sends the transforming bounty hunter to kill Padme. Who then sends robots to kill Padme. Then, who then sends bugs to kill Padme. <laughs> yeah. That one cracked me up. Yeah. And then also, Lego Star Wars always bashes on the I hate sand thing. Oh, yeah. Like, you know in uh, The Rise of Skywalker, whenever uh, Rey's, like, having those uh, visions and hearing everything from the past Jedi before she does the final blow yeah. on Emperor Palpatine? I hate sand in that. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it, like, everybody's dropping this influential stuff, and then Anakin's voice just pops up, I hate sand. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, fan of number five. Yeah, it's um, Did you have an honorable mention? I feel like our list was the same. I just last Jedi, like I said, I was going <laughs> to... I, I didn't have that. any honorable mentions. Yeah. I thought you were going to throw the Christmas special in there. I should have. <laughs> I really thought that was going to be your number nah. five. <laughs> that would be funny if I should have. <laughs> nah, but I'm, I'm, I didn't. All right. All right. So uh, my top five was number so wait, one. What wasn't taken? Solo? Attack Solo of the Clones? Wasn't taken. Attack of the, the Clones. The last taken. two sequels. The last two sequels. The Resistance show. I've not, I've not seen that. I've and Star Wars Visions. I don't... Uh, yeah. It's half the Star Wars. I did enjoy it, but like, it's not like anything to the actual Skywalker arc, so... I don't really care that much. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So my list, uh, number one, Revenge of the Sith. Number two, Rogue One. Number three, The Clone Wars TV Show. Number four, A New Hope. And number five, The Phantom Menace. Mine's number one, Empire Strikes Back. Number two, Return of the Jedi. Number three, Mandalorian, plus the last few episodes of Book of Boba Fett. Number four, Rebels. Number five, Force Awakens. I really like my list. Gotcha. Damn, that's a good list. That's a good looking list. We both have good lists. Yeah, mine's really good. (laughs) I might roster bait to this later. Um, All right, well, let's take it over to the next top five. Top five Star Wars characters. So this can be any critter, creature, human uh, in the Star Wars universe. Mm -hmm. Light side, dark side, good, bad. Half, like the the middle people, I guess. I don't know. Um, So I'm number one. Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> yeah, see, it's tough. That's why I didn't want to do number one on this. So it is to tough. It is tough. But uh, I'm going to give the Yoda, man. All right, cool. Go, go, go. I mean, one of the most, like, iconic just, like, uh, voices in all Star Wars. And the way he delivers his lines, like, having the end of the sentence come first. Yeah. Um, all the inspirational quotes. And, dude, he's just a little, like, badass when he fights. He, like, hops around. Like, you don't know where he's coming from. Yeah. Like, he'll be, like, behind you, and he's in front of you, just flipping around, swinging his lightsaber at you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just insane. And he's super powerful with the Force. Um, and then in the Clone Wars, like, even that arc where he's learning how to be a Force ghost, and he has to battle, like, evil Yoda. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Like, I, I just think Yoda, number one. You can't can't go wrong with that. Uh, hold on. Oh, no, not this one. Hold on. <laughs> what do you got? Yoda playing cards. <laughs> and you go through, it's a different picture of Yoda on each card. Yeah. And there's one that looks like he's mad, he's jerking, he's busting a nut or something. Hold on. <laughs> I can't start till you see this. Is it like where uh, he first scares Luke on Dagobah? I was like, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just straight cumin. That's funny. Um, no, yeah, Yoda's definitely on my list. He wasn't going to be my first pick. Okay. But I respect his first pick. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he he I love Yoda though. He's great. Obviously I have Yoda playing cards. Mm-hmm. My first pick's gonna be Vader slash Anakin, I guess. I don't know I didn't know what to do with that. Yeah, I don't know either. Do we wanna count if, Darth Vader's if one? We had to if we count them separate, then I'm going Vader. Because I was thinking if I'm gonna take Anakin, I'm gonna take Clone Wars Anakin and not Hayden Christensen. Yeah, if we're doing that, I'm doing Vader. Okay. One okay. of the best villains of all Let's time. Let's do that. I had him as two separate things. Okay, that's fine then. You know, in our defense... Well, well in my list, too, I have him as Vader. I don't have him as Anakin. I have okay. him as Vader. Well, in our defense, they always refer to, like, you know, old... Va- old ben Anakin Kenobi. dying and Vader yeah, taking they over. they always refer and, to Anakin dying yeah. and Vader replacing him, so... But do I get his redemption? Mindset. Yeah. Because technically he goes back to Anakin, then. Nah, it's still... Nah, I'll count it. Well, I'll let Anakin post Vader. Okay. Post turn and Anakin pre turn. I'm just gonna write Darth Vader. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. And then if I take Anakin Skywalker, then I'll just list like Clone Wars TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, the Vader's one of the greatest movie villains of all time. One of the greatest redemption arcs. The Chosen One. Mm -hmm. Um, he's great. Do I get? Oh, so if I get Vader, I get Anakin when he's murdering the younglings. Yeah, yeah, because he because he gets Vader. Yeah, he was dubbed Lord Vader at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I like that pick. Yeah, Vader's. I think I, I, he would have been my one one. I like Yoda a lot, but I think he's my one one. Um, but because you took Yoda, I'm going my number two. Um, his son, Luke, 
the guy who's able to get Vader to turn back, um, Luke. Didn't have Luke on my list. Really? Mm-hmm. Luke is literally like the hero of Star Wars. So I was debating that one. I'll let you carry on. But I'll let um, you know he's like the hero of Star Wars mainly because I the original trilogy obviously is the best, and he's the hero and the main character of the original trilogy. Um, he's blonde, and when I was a kid watching Luke Skywalker, I was like, oh, it's me, mm-hmm. Blondie. Um, he's just a badass. Uh, even with like his shit in Last Jedi, like he's like the grumpy old guy. It's still great to watch him uh, transform yeah. into that. Um, it's nice seeing him on M- Mando and Book of Boba Fett. Um, I don't know. I just think Luke is like literally in my head, like the main character of the whole, the whole thing. So it's him and Vader, the two main characters. I do think he's a great character, but everything that happened in the Last Jedi and Rises and well, yeah, just the Last Jedi really. Um, I feel like I wasn't a fan of it. I feel like Mark Hamill. I think he was the best part I feel like of it. Mark those Hamill movies. wanted to do differently, and Ryan Johnson said "fuck you." And I feel like if Mark Hamill had a say in how it was portrayed for Luke Skywalker, I would have loved it. It would have been fantastic. But since they didn't, it was Ryan Johnson. I still think he was the best. The, the Luke was the best parts of those movies. Yeah. Even I mean, if it, Ryan Johnson's way wasn't the best way possible, yeah, I still thought Luke was the best part of it. I mean, yeah, I, I'd give it like a three out of ten compared to a one out of ten on the movie. No. Yeah, I, dig- I digress. Yeah, no, I'm Luke. Luke's the man. Um, number two, number two. Um, fuck, this is tough, man. Well, it's tough, <laughs> but it's also easy because I think everyone on both our lists would be look good on the graphic. Yeah, hundred percent. For me, I'm just going with Luke's like my favorite character, so I have to go Luke. I'm gonna go with. Uh... Darth Maul. Maul, nice. Uh, the the Clone mean, Wars really... That's what I mean, yeah. The Clone Wars and Rebels, and he was just amazing. Like, he was he was probably the best part of that sh- those shows. Anytime he mm-hmm. was on the screen... I can't remember who the voice actor, his name, for Darth Maul, but he also did... He also played Starkiller in the Force Unleashed games. Mm-hmm. Great guy that's, like, invested in the franchise, and he delivers the line so well. Um, just the character development for Maul, like, all the way up until the end where he's like, yeah, Luke is gonna, he's the chosen one, he's gonna avenge us. Mm-hmm. Like, not only the Jedi, but the fucking people that Palpatine fucked over, fucked over in the Sith. Mm-hmm. Like, he's gonna avenge everybody. I love that line, and I, the way they wrote off, wrote off the character in the end was fantastic to me. Absolutely. Like, if you ever seen the analysis of the fight, too... Uh, like I guess Obi Wan in, in Rebels. Yeah, I have. Yeah, how he tried to use the same move on Qui Gon, mm-hmm. and yeah, Obi Wan beat it. Um, and he just gave up at that point. But I'm gonna go Darth Maul number two. My number three. Uh, fuck. I might go. Damn, I hate this. I hate this. This is tough, man. I'm gonna go with uh, Ahsoka Tano. Alright. Ahsoka Tano. Alright. Um just the like the way that she was written for the Clone Wars show. I'm heavy Clone Wars in this top five probably, but the way that she was written in the show, the development of her throughout the time. Um, and then just kind of being her own person at the end of it, after the Jedi Order, like, disbands her, mm-hmm. and then Anakin turns to the dark side, she sees that, that fight between them and Rebels, 
Um, and then that what we're seeing now in uh, the Mandalorian seasons. Um, just great stuff. Her progression as a character has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. She's a badass the way she handles the two lightsabers, the two white lightsabers. And that, too. The white lightsabers are awesome. Oh, they're sick. You know, they, so good. And, like, also in the Clone Wars, the last season. Oh, like, she's great. Darth Maul, that was awesome. Like, I, the way she's grown and developed throughout the series, like, she's really, like, the hidden hero. She's, like, the Luke of the first three. I'll say first two. And, like, part of the third movie. Well, okay. she wasn't in the movies, but yeah, yeah, like but that like, time like period behind the scenes. She was she was the main character of Clone Wars. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, but yeah, I'm gonna go. Soka no, Soka's so- so- definitely on my list. She's definitely great. She's one of the best characters out there. Mm. Um, all right, my my next two picks are still on the board. I had Ahsoka, but my next two picks are still there. Yeah, number one, no, number three. My number three is tied with Luke's my favorite character in all the whole. Yeah. Franchise and it's Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you were with me during Rise of Skywalker. I almost, <laughs> yeah. I almost got got pissed and left. <laughs> you almost like threw your shit at the screen. And got up and left. Whatever they made it tease that like, no. Chewie was dead. <laughs> I was just like, dude, I he's actually dead. I'm, I hate JJ Abrams. <laughs> I'd shit in a box and send it to JJ Abrams' house. Chewbacca's the greatest. I have Chewbacca. I mean, I was Chewbacca for Halloween one year. I have a koozie where it's Chewbacca, pillows mm-hmm. Chewbacca. Um, he's the best because he's just like the ultimate side character. Yeah. And it's, you don't know what he's saying, but you know what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And he's just, he's a glue guy. He, he, if anything happened to Chewie, people would riot. Um, <laughs> yeah. he, he got snubbed with the metal, but he, he ended did. up getting it. He ended up getting, uh, Hans or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So that's very touching. Um, and, and sneaky, he was in all three trilogies. He was in Revenge of the Sith. He was in yeah. all the originals, and he was obviously in the sequels too. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just gonna just to make everything easier. I'm gonna tie in my fourth pick. I'm picking Han Solo. So I uh, okay. so I but and Chewie and Chewie and Han from the greatest duos in movie history. Mm-hmm. Um, and just as much as like I love Chewie, it's only because of how cool Han is, mm-hmm. and he's like the perfect sidekick for Han. Yeah. And Han's just the dope dude with the giant Wookiee rolls with them. They fly together in their space. It's sick. Um, the worst part about Han is the sing- solo, the Star Wars story, but it also kind of made Han a little bit better. Even though like I don't love the movie, and you still kind of dive into. How like the Kessel Run and kind of everything. I don't know. No, ha- I, Han's I, sick. No, I knew you were gonna take Chewie, and I figured you might take Han too. Yeah, I mean Han is like yeah. the ultimate like cool guy character in Star the Wars. The Nerf Herder. Yeah, he's he's the coolest character in Star Wars. <laughs> like, like not like dopest character, not this. He's the coolest. Yeah, he's just like the. Guy. He's a dude in the leather jacket. Like he mm-hmm. just rolls through and just like takes the princess also, and fucks shit up. And then his story arc is really sweet, too. Yeah. Like, he goes, like, I really don't care. I'm just here for money. I'm in debt, all this stuff. To Oh, my God, he actually has friends. And he keeps saying, I'm going to leave. But he never leaves because he just actually wants to be there. <laughs> Gets captured. Then he becomes a general of the fucking yeah, army. Rebellion. Yeah, that's sick. Um, two things. So it was funny because you said that. He he's actually was trying to leave the actual movies, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tried, yeah, to, get, he tried to kill, get killed off in the Carbonite thing. Yeah. Like, he wanted to just be done with it there. And George Lucas was like, ah. He's like, we'll write it in, but we're going to, come on, we're gonna, we'll give you what you Yeah, <laughs> we'll give you the money. And then Harrison Ford's just sick, too. He's just crashing planes left and right. Mm-hmm. In real life, he's sick. I had to get Chewie Han. They're both there. Yeah, I hear you. And I, and I, I was just giving so, such a good argument for Chewie that, like, half the time, that was also for Han, so. All right. Chewie and Han. Um, 
All right, number four, I'm going to go with uh, General Grievous. All right. I, just, I he's so many memes from him. Yeah. And just the whole, like, General Kenobi, and he's just always coughing and shit. Oh, hello. And the four lightsabers, I mean, that's just awesome. Yeah. Like, the, like he doesn't have any force powers, but he goes toe-to-toe with all the Jedi. Yeah. Like, that's kind of badass. Like, that's sick. I, I, I think he's arguably one of the coolest characters that guy got snubbed. He should have been in more. Yeah, they really didn't give him much justice in Clone Wars. He was just kind of like... He's just a toy. Team Rocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was even lamer in Clone Wars than he was yeah, in the movie. Yeah, but like this... The third but he's movie. such a cool character, like, idea yeah. that... I don't know. I... I I, I, I think he's sick. I just think he's not been done justice yet. Mm-hmm. I think he's I think he needs justice. Um, justice for Grievous. And my number five. See, there's a lot of people I'm leaving off the board here. I'm sure. I have five people left in it for one spot. And you're <laughs> gonna take probably one of the five. I don't think I'm going to. Really? Yeah. All I right. think I think you're gonna be surprised by this pick. Alright. I'm going Caleb Dinn. Really? From Rebels. Really? Dude, I should have teared that scene at the, his death. Yeah, Kanan Jarrus slash yeah. Caleb Dune, yeah. Yeah, like where he just fucking, he's been blind forever. And he's stopping the fucking fire from destroying mm-hmm. his friends. And he looks back at his girl Hera and he mm-hmm. just has his eyesight back. And then, boom. Yeah, his, his death scene was sad. And then him, so and Bad, sad. him and Bad Batch, the kid too, watching his dad yeah, is also like, sad. I just, I think he's a sick character, man. He is. And like, Freddie Prince Jr. did a hell of a job doing his lines. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I love the character. It was the reason I really loved Rebels. Like, Ezra was cool, and, like, these moments with, like, characters, cameos coming in, mm-hmm. that that made the show great, too. But, like, he was the guy that sold it episode to episode for me. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm going to go number five. That's off-the-wall pick. but Very off-the-wall, and that makes my decision harder, but not really. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Obi-Wan. Yeah, yeah. That I don't even have him on my list because yeah. I figured you would take him. I, yeah, I, I thought about it, but I was like, I don't know. Obi-Wan is one of the coolest. I wasn't big on Ben Kenobi. Alec Guinness or Alec? Alec Guinness, yeah. I, I was big on it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, him as a force goes even, another two. He's in mm-hmm. all three movies. Yeah. Um, And then even, the, he's the best part of the prequel movies. Yeah, he is. Like, like Hugh McGregor playing Obi-Wan's perfect. This show's going to be sick. Mm-hmm. Um, He's great in the Clone Wars. Uh, him, him with Duchess of Teen storyline's amazing. Um, I obviously him and Phantom Menace. He's absolutely one of the best parts too. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about Obi Wan a lot this from both yeah. top fives. So I really don't have to keep harping on him. He's one of the coolest characters. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I didn't even have him because I didn't think he'd be here at this point. I just yeah, so I, I kept seeing his name. I was like, I should probably take him, but like I, I just like I just kind of want to take this other person. Yeah, like it was just like bias, really. But, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I'm glad to get Obi Wan there. I. I, like I said, I didn't think I was going to get him, but he's great. I think he's one... He's... I really wanted the se- sequel trilogy to reveal that uh, Ray was his Kenobi. Yeah. So Kenobi. bad. So bad. Sick. That would have been so sick. Um, but okay. Top five things that the sequels could have done better. Yeah. That, oh my God. Should, should we add that? Maybe, maybe, top, <laughs> maybe top ten. <laughs> top 50 things the sequels Snoke done. shouldn't have been a clone. <laughs> for one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, honorable mentions. Can I say what I was gonna pick? If you, I thinking you were gonna have Obi Wan already. Yeah. 
Uh, I was going to take Baby Yoda. Yeah. I was going to take Grogu at I would five. Take, I would take the Mandalorian before Baby Yoda, probably. Uh, I, 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 want them, I want them on the uh <laughs> What if I just graphic. went Yoda, Grogu, and Yaddle? That'd be great. <laughs> and then pass the last two. <laughs> just pass. Pass. Uh, no, yeah, Baby Yoda just... He just a lot of memes. Yeah, a lot he's, of, adorable. he's adorable. Yeah. Every time he's on screen, I just smile. Yeah, him with the fucking little mug in the first season. Mm-hmm. That was a great picture. Uh, I with the frog in his mouth. Him puking, little <laughs> spape. Puke is great. Um, there's just so many. Um, who else did I have? I had also had Mando, Mace Windu. And, yeah, I had Mace and, and Leia and Mando as well. Didn't have Leia. I also had Cad Bane. Yeah, R two D two. Yeah, R2 should have been Love great. R2. R- I even think like, about He's droids. great, man. I even think about He's been in each saga. He's been in every movie. Yeah. So, like, that's that's sick. <laughs> then, uh... He's a man. I was like, K2SO from Rogue One. Yeah, I liked him. I was like... He's hey, the best character. I was, I, I was more like, if you were going to take a droid, then I'd dip into the droids. Yeah, I even think droid. Oh, I thought droids, dude. I, I was like, droid. why not? I also had Emperor Palpatine. I didn't like him. I didn't like him in Rise of Skywalker, but I liked him up until the end. I liked him until then, but uh, Return of Jedi. It's, a, it's the last, the last bit of my mouth. Mm-hmm. I, I hear, I hear you there. And if I think one might just think of the unlimited power, and then in Rise of Skywalker, what does he say in Rise of Skywalker? Uh, when he went in front of the light, he's like, the lightning's coming down. Dude, you know, you know, the Emperor's like, I am all the Sith. That's what. Yeah, it is. you know when he's like, he's always fucked whenever he's like. Anakin, like he's always like has that weird like wimpy voice. Like, Anakin, <laughs> Anakin. <laughs> um, I also had Qui Gon Jinn. Qui Gon is a good victim. Qui Gon, great character. If he didn't die, Anakin would have turned to the dark side. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so my top five: I had number one Yoda, number two Darth Maul, number three Ahsoka Tano, number four General Grievous, number five Caleb Dune. Um, I had number one Vader. Mm-hmm. Uh, number Slash two Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Um, two Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. three Chewbacca, mm-hmm. four Han Solo, five Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, your list is better, but mine just holds a special place in my heart. Your yours cuts deeper, mm-hmm. and I, I was going to. I one of the reasons I had Leia too on my list because if I was going to be able to get all original trilogy characters, like the main <laughs> characters, the main characters plus the villain, yeah. that would have been the greatest graphic of all yeah. time. Instead, I had to basically. Dude, I just sub Leia out for Obi Wan Kenobi. That's another thing too about Last Jedi. Like her, just kind of, like it was cool. Like I love that she had force powers, but like they just kind of like threw that in there. It sucks be- with her flying back to the ship. That's the Last Jedi. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, that sucked. Yeah, it sucked. Like, and they it also did, sucked. Like, the flashback scene where it was like Luke was training her, and then had that thing where she flew back in the ship. Yeah, then I would have been fine with it. Well, this is this is a podcast that's. Gonna release. Let's just get into all our some of the sequels. One thing I hate about the sequels <laughs> is the fact that I think if J.J. Abrams directed all three, it'd be different. Yeah, I agree. I think Ryan Johnson didn't have a bad Star Wars movie. He would have had a great trilogy if he said the whole thing. J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams had a good idea, and then he the last one sucked because he like had to rush all the rest of his ideas into uh, the beginning half of the movie because he couldn't mm-hmm. have the whole trilogy. If he had the whole trilogy, it would have been a dope one. If Ryan Johnson had the whole thing, it'd be a dope one, and then. The original directors for Rise of Skywalker got canned because they're like, okay, Ryan Johnson got a lot of backlash. We need J.J. Abrams to clean it up. Yeah, it was the it was, it was Phoebe Weiss and Benioff, the Game of Thrones boys. Was it? 
No, wait, no, they had a no. They, they had a, they had a yeah. Knights of the Old Republic shit mm-hmm. that got pulled because of how bad Game of Thrones was. <laughs> um, but whoever it was, I remember they released that their plans for it and they're on Coruscant and stuff, and it was mm-hmm. way sweeter. Yeah, it was ten times better. Yeah, so like I, I don't know. I you just have to have one overarching mind behind it, like a Filoni type or something. The original mm-hmm. trilogy had George Lucas, and that's why he was good with it. He didn't direct any; he just passed them off on everyone else. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I think. Kathleen Kennedy ruined Star Wars. Oh, and, she did. Easily. And Disney's like, all right, well, you got to start giving this Filoni and Favreau a chance. And now they're saving mm-hmm. Star Wars. Saving a little too late. They waste three movies. I'm still holding out that theory we had. Going yeah. back in time. Yeah. Through the fucking shit in Rebels. And just re-canonizing and just that's yeah. something that, that That's something they won't do, but that'd be sweet. It'd be so great. Yeah, there's no way in hell they'd do it, but that'd be really sweet. It'd be so did. cool. Yeah, that'd be the perfect fan service for it, honestly. But all right. All right, so let's take um, it over to... Oh, that's it. Every, that's the episode. Week in the book, yeah. Another week in the book. Uh, thanks to everyone who watched. Um, hopefully I'm having a great time on vacation. This you, week. Is there anything you want to say to future Ryan? Uh, I bought 10 liquid IVs. Make sure I use them so I'm not hungover the whole time. Save one for the ride home, though. I got something else for the ride home. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Um, but all right. Uh... Buy our koozies. I'm going to be posting a lot of drunk things on our thing with koozies, I think. Good. good. Nice. So, so look, listen, go look for that. Go to our Instagram, at DJ Sports. Go to our Twitter, at DJ Sports, and see the koozies. Um, two chains, line of the week. If you were center forward, I'm like, here we go. I pass it to my dog like a give and go, really, though. Sure. That's a good line. Um, all right. Peace Bye. out. See you. Bye. In case you couldn't tell. I guess I'm doing well This is just part of our survival She said that I don't care As she swept back her hair I guess this isn't our revival The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my phrasing These questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy And even though I like your state of mind Right, girl, wrong time Time has passed, the days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go, even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind, these things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky, do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my 